Welcome to This is what we've been talking about Yeah, here we go Let's do it Yep, that's fine So we might be uh, a little more pumped than usual We're pumped I'm there might pumped. be a better there might be a better word than pumped, but pumped is one. Why, why would we be more excited than usual? I'll give you two reasons. Number one, Tell me. we're we're talking to each other again. Yep. Number two, we're together in the same place. Yeah. Two weeks in a row doing the podcast together. Right. At the same location, which means yep. we're hanging out too. So <laughs> Exactly. Um, just just we're pumped we're 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 excited and uh we've been having some really cool times together so i'll give you a third reason yeah what do you got we've been drinking a couple of beers well that helps some too always right (laughs) but Uh, but even if but even if we were drinking like this and we weren't hanging out together right we wouldn't be this pumped no i don't know what's going on it's the combination I feel excitement today. Yeah, me too. Well, it doesn't hurt that we have a pork butt on the smoker mm. five hours in on an yep. eight, eight-ish hour cook. Right. Eight-ish hour smoke for some cold pork sliders later. I can't wait flowing. to shred that up. Yeah. Oh. Beer's flowing. Mm-hmm. My wife's going to make some homemade mac and cheese. Yikes. God, just gonna be just, hanging out. Just maybe melted cheese on macaroni. Yeah, pasta with freaking crusted up <laughs> on the top. It's so yeah, good. just crustiness. And then uh, we might throw in some like some sort of classic movies later. We talked about oh, yeah. whether we do it on the projector outside or just on the TV mm. inside. But yeah, kicked around some ideas. Maybe like a horror film or some right. sort of a musical kind of documentary type thing. So we'll see. We'll see. We got lots of options. We got we got some kind of we're living in some times right now. Yeah, man, dude. And here's one other pumped yeah. up version. The right. reason why we're pumped up right now. We just saw Candlebox last oh. night. Pumped. Yeah. Went to a concert. This is the Turning week of Stone. concerts. <laughs> Yeah, saw Chili Peppers last weekend, saw Candlebox, which some of you might not know who they are, but they were a 90s, we'll call it grunge alternative band. Their first right. album sold 4 million albums, Unbelievable. 4 million units, whatever. And mm. uh, man, I, I think that first album should have sold way more than that. It's I can't believe it's album. only 4 million. When you told I me know. that earlier today, I was I like, know. 4 million? That should have been 10 or 20 million. Well, I think, you know, if it was put out today and that was the music of today, it would like blow up because, you know, now like just Mm. access to things like back then when that came out, you either bought the CD or you didn't have or you would listen to it on the radio when it randomly came on or you downloaded it on LimeWire five years later. Right. Like you stole it. it. Pirated yeah. it from LimeWire, which whatever, we all did that. You know, I'm not sitting here saying I didn't do that, but <laughs> or you know, like, yeah, right. like and by right. that time, that album was old. 
probably. Yeah, yeah. Five or six years old, probably. I mean, that was 93. 93, right. right. Yeah. And Napster was in its heyday in, I don't know, 97, 98. Yeah, yeah. I think 97, 98-ish. Because, like. yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it's, it's a little bit different. Like, if that came out now, man, that thing would have been, it would have blown up. If that was the up. music of today and it came out today. And you come out with far behind. Yeah. Now, right now. It just but, came out far behind. But with that, people would this is the thing minds. I don't understand, though. Like, yeah. And I don't know what you think about this, uh, Alan, but if that song came out today. Right. With today's music, would mm. it even be a hit? Well, that's why I, I think mean, you that, have to say, hold on, I want to hear what you think about that. But okay. that's why I think you have to say it would blow up if it came out today with yesterday's music. Right. But tell me what you think. Do you think that song would that song or that album would be a hit if it came out today? It never came out in 93. Candlebox mm. re- releases their self-titled album right, right now. So, this is what I think. So, it's all about the timing. So, yeah. I'll go back to uh you know, different albums that came out. Boston came out with their debut album in 76 and then their follow-up in 78 in the midst of disco okay right. disco was all the rage at, at that point that second it, album and it was did not horrible. Get the, yeah it was bad <laughs> but and, and, but the second boston album got lost right it was yeah. it's basically the same album as the first so i say that to bring it forward to candlebox candlebox okay came out with their debut album with their four five, six hits off of that album, whatever it was, it was yeah. a good album at yeah. the time. It's timing. So if they came out today without music, who's listening to that kind of music today? And not a lot of people, not a lot of people. Uh, no, that's my, that's my, that's my opinion. That's my guesstimate is not a lot of people. I think people are more into like, this garbage pop stuff. Like everything's like yeah. your top 40 pop crap. Right. You know? and, and sprinkled in with, but you know, the top 40 pop has become like rap, like hip hop is in there. Some yeah. rocks in there, uh, right. not heavy stuff, but some rocks in there, some hip hops in there. Maybe even some like, I don't know if you still call it R and B. Um, maybe some, that kind of stuff is all mixed into your top 40. Now there's very little songs that, evoke strong deep emotion whether it be a dark emotion or otherwise the music that are hits now are surface hits they are um i like going to the mall whatever it's it's very surface yeah oriented oh definitely that was not the case in 93 93 was dark uh deep uh emotions that yeah. that were not supposed to be heard yeah. right well and, and you know that grunge scene exactly and you know that grunge scene is you know obviously i love it you know I, I know you love it i know you love I it do. too you yeah. know it's probably it might not be your favorite uh maybe prog rock is a little bit above that but i don't want to speak for you alan but you know i it's know you still ball. love the grunge movement and all, all, oh, all that yeah. stuff for, for me sure. it's even more important to me because it was when i was like 
high school into college, right? So that was, yeah. which is the time of your life when that music that is popular is like so important, you know? Right. And yeah. uh, it's the soundtrack. And that, right. And that ground and that grunge music movement was dark. You know, it came out of Seattle and it was just a dark kind of movement, I guess. I can't, I can't say it any different than that. Yeah, it was, it was singing about emotions that were deep within you that were dark. And, and before that time, uh, if you said those types of emotions live in front of yeah. people, they'd be like, what's wrong with you? You need to help. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they popularized, uh, uh, that sort of emotion in that music, but that's why I think that album coming out today, if it sold 4 million, then it's barely going to hit a million now. I know, but like sad. I said, so what my parameters were the music of yesterday. So gr the, let's, let's just think about this for a second. Let's just make believe that right now the grunge yeah. movement just came out. Nineties alternative yeah. just came out. Okay. And Candlebox with, with the technologies that we have now, and okay. Candlebox puts that album out now. Mm. That's a diamond album, man. That's not platinum. That's diamond. That's ten million or more. It has to be. Yeah. There's yeah. there's six plus hits on there, and the yeah. songs that didn't make it big, if you listen to them, are good. Yeah, but they're, listen, they're solid. Yeah, listen. Let's talk a little bit more about this at the end okay. when we talk about music because we've okay. got it on our list to talk about music today we want to talk yeah. about some concerts we've been to and stuff so yeah um, yeah let's, let's get back it, into that that'll circle around for sure yeah we'll circle that around but let's bring it back to like a real quick real quick review of last week go um, ahead we talked a little bit about the the story about the buffalo bills punter that was cut because of matt ariza because right. of you know sexual assaults uh, well, right. an alleged sexual assault. Let's put it that way. I have yeah. not heard any updates on that case. So we Neither. were very clear saying like, if he's guilty, we are 100% behind him being, you know, convicted and held accountable and et cetera. But we, I haven't heard anything more about that. I don't know if you have Alan. No. Um, so I don't know. I think it's still kind of pending. Things are being dealt with, but I haven't heard any more information on it either. So, um, but yeah. you know, a lot of it was about, two things men need to control themselves if it's true men need to control themselves and we've talked about that in other podcasts the last right. several that we've done we need to have self-control and discipline and and be be basically corral the beasts inside of us and we don't want to get rid of those beasts we want to we want to hold them in check that's right right that's the whole and, point of it because you know that sort of situation can ruin a man, right? Yeah. Well, you don't get in that kind of situation if you're able to control that beast. Exactly. But then that brings up another thing, right? Like, which was the other piece of our talk last time, which was the media jumps all over you and convicts you as guilty before they even have an ounce of facts. They literally have one person's testimony and they jump all over and ruin your life. So they can actually yeah. ruin your life before. So you don't even necessarily have to have poor control over that beast. You could have good control over that beast and get falsely accused. Right. Yes. Yeah. That is of unbelievable, uh, important aspect of this 
topic because yeah, I, what do you do in these situations? And this is the state of the affairs today is that the media sensationalizes everything and will take a story and do everything in its power to make that story seem true uh, to the narrative that they want it to be to their right. narrative and also to like get attention. Right. Like, so yes. they, they viewers. Well, we, listen, folks, we saw it with COVID. Yeah. Okay. And we were all swine flu. Yeah. We were all scared of COVID when it came out because it was the unknown. And we saw people dropping like flies in China and we're like, Whoa, this is worse yeah. than the swine flu or the, in the regular flu influenza. And we're like, this is worse. People are like healthy. People are dropping dead. That was before we knew the truth about it. And the media, like you said, sensationalized all of it and pushed this fear into people. Alan, I'm telling you right now, man, I professionally, I see patients that right. still have a fear level of COVID yeah. that is literally, you know, towing the line of insanity. Yeah. And that's, so, and, yeah, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, I agree professionally. I see cases of COVID and let's, let, let's be, let's be totally honest out here to everybody that COVID the entity is real, but sure. what it is, is being blown out of proportion at the very Way beginning. Of course, we don't know what it is. It could yep. be, the doomsday virus, you know, like who knows yep. until we get a handle on it, but let's yep. be honest with you. Uh, any ailment that attacks the elderly and the sickly is yep. going to be detrimental. All right. Sure. Let's just be honest and sure. And sure. We needed to be careful at the beginning, get it. But then there's a point where you have to go, okay, it's not as bad as we think. Well, okay. you know what's funny when you say that? Go ahead. Yeah, no, sorry about that, man. But no, you know, okay. there was like, I don't know when this was in the pandemic, but the CDC released some statistics. This is a ways back. This is not recent. This is within, this is within the first year of the pandemic. Hmm. They released some statistics based on age range, and it was done by decade. And the ones that were over 70 which yeah. elderly over 70, you know, mm. everybody, the media had everyone thinking that if you're over 70 and you get COVID, it's a death sentence. And, right. and like I said, this, these statistics that came out at this time, it was within the first year showed that 95% of people in their seventies survived COVID. And that was the worst decade. So as you went down in the decade, so like sixties, it was like 97 survived, you know, fifties, it was like 98 you know, right. Forties, it was like 98.5, you know, so it was better as you went younger, but everybody thought because of the media's misinformation and basically just, I mean, let's call it what it is. They, in fear some ways, yeah, they, they freaking fear mongered, man. That's exactly what it was. It's fear mongering for viewership, for power, for uh, control. Right. Sure. Those are the those are the big three. Right. Exactly. Like, so you get viewership viewership by sensationalizing something. Yes. Saying um, radical things. Yes. Uh, so COVID like yep. uh, rape allegations, uh, yep. you name it. Yep. And whether it's true or not, they're going to say it 
so that you watch it. Yeah. If I have the choice of watching a program that says COVID or this guy raped this girl, I'm like, wow, really? Or the second program that says COVID's fine, or this guy actually may or may not have raped him. We're not sure. Which one are you going to watch? Right. I'm going to watch the the compelling version, right? Sure. Compelling sure. version is the movie version, which is what they want to put out there. Yeah. To get they, viewers. They figured out the human mind and the things that right. kind of influence us and attract us and get us to click, you know, and, and that's yeah. that's really what it came down to. But anyways, that was kind of a little bit of an offshoot with COVID, but it was kind of the same example of that's what the media does. They just absolutely, like you said, sensationalize things. Yeah. Um, so we talked about that and, and and that was a big part of it was the media is to blame in a lot of this crap. And how are we going to change this? I don't know. I think somehow we have to hold the media accountable and I don't know how to do that. You know, one way is to just, if it's, well, it's happening. CNN is basically being like shut down because they were just so awful at reporting and they were so biased with different things. They're literally falling apart at the seams, but I feel like there needs to be even more aggressive tactics to kind of prevent such misinformation, disinformation from, from being done by the media. I think obviously when you're talking about a news station, that's going to disseminate news and information, there should information. be, there should be no, uh, uh, opinions. opinions. Just facts. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear opinions. Yeah. Okay. That's not how it started out. No, it's not how it's meant to be. So what I would love to see is for Fox News, for CNN, for MSNBC, all these people to not base their viewership on anything. And I'm against government control about stuff because I'm right leaning. I think the government should stay out of a lot of stuff. But when it comes to information and news, there should be and a hard line regulation about how they go about their business. Because every time I turn on either side now, I'm talking about either side, there is opinion and a shading of what it is that they're reporting on. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely parts of, there's definitely parts of both sides that you can't trust. And that's what's scary because then it's like, well, where do you get your, factual and truthful information. And I, I think the answer to that is, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure because both sides have an agenda and I think an agenda is okay. And I think it's okay for us to sign on to certain beliefs on either side, but I think we always have to have inquisitive, inquisitive minds about like, you know, is okay. Well, is this, even though I'm, you know, leaning this way, does this side is, is it really telling you the truth? Is it really doing these things? Is it really believe in these things? And if so, yeah, are they, are they just saying them or are they doing them? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you can really see through the words that they're saying and go, well, that's just trying to stir me up. Yeah. It's easy to get stirred up these days. Definitely. But I think the bottom line is we, as men need to control ourselves. Yep. And if we all control ourselves and take care of our house first yes. and then move outward from there. Yes. Ring by ring. Well, and that's right. the thing, you know, like 
you know, what's funny about like this, this movement on the left is you guys got to do something about climate change and about all this stuff. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. Are you taking care of your house? Yeah. Are you doing all you can in your personal home to do what's best for the environment, to do what's best for the community, to do what's best for society and as a whole. And if we're not going to take care of our own homes, preaching and standing on some pedestal about these things is going to do nothing. It's going to sensationalize it as well and piss a lot of people off. (laughs) Right. 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 I mean, half, half the country thinks one way and half thinks the other. So you're going to be right half the time and it's never going to change unless you start taking care of things at home and just do, if everybody did the right thing in their own lives, things would get better. Well, I mean, that goes to the point of saying, don't worry about what you're doing. Okay. Worry about what you're, don't worry about what the other person is doing. Right. Right. Worry about what you're doing and what you can do about it. You can't change. I tell my son all the time, you can't change what this other person is doing. You can only change what you do in reaction to that. In response to that. You cannot change how someone else feels about you. That's right. I, I tell people professionally, I say, listen, if someone doesn't like you and you've done nothing to get them to feel that way about you, that's on them. Yeah. Now, if you did something, if you were, if you wronged them somehow, okay, you know, humbly come to them, apologize and try to make it right because that's the right thing to do. Cause we're all capable of making mistakes. We all make mistakes and we all hurt people and we need to fix right. that. Ask for forgiveness right. and fix it. But like how many times do you have people that do not like people and they have never been wronged by that person? They just make judgments on them. When that happens, I don't care if those people don't like me. Yeah. I didn't harm them. That's on them. That's their personality issue. That's their personality disorder. And uh, that's the other thing that I tell uh, my kids is like, look, you don't know what this other person is doing and what they are dealing with at home. Okay. They might come to you and bug you and bully you, but guess what? They go home and they get bullied by their mom and their dad or their older brother. Okay. So they are, uh, expressing themselves in a way they have issues of their own. So you have to understand that and not react that way and only control what you can control. Why are they bullying me? Well, you don't know. Okay. So you can only control how you react to that. Right. That's, that's the bottom line. And sometimes it's good to like call them out on that. You know, like sometimes a good way to shut that kind of a thing down is to come out and say, you know, let's say, let's say some kids bullying your son. If your son comes out and says, what's going on, man? Is something yeah. is some, like, is your home life, you know, a struggle? Yeah. Like what's going on? Like, why, why are you so angry? Why are you so, why are you so cruel to other people? There must be something that's not being done right in your life. What is that? And when you call that I mean, out, sometimes that, that like makes kids vulnerable and kind of breaks like breaks down walls that might be present there in that relationship. And it may not even happen in that moment. It might happen that night when they're right. home. And yeah. Bed. When it sinks in. Exactly. They're thinking about it and they've heard you mm-hmm. and you don't think that they heard you, but they right. did. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like, powerful things, man. 
Wow. Yeah. yeah, one line, two lines can do it yeah. sometimes. It's yeah. amazing. Anyways, but anyway, so we, gotta, so we, yeah. we talked about all that. That's all good stuff, man. But we also did our World Series and NFL Super Bowl uh, picks. Yeah, we did. So just a review. Correct me if I'm wrong. I was trying to do this from memory, but okay. you picked the um, – you picked the Astros over the Dodgers in seven, right? Yes, I did. Okay. And I picked um, the Mets over the Astros in six. Yes. Okay. And for Super Bowl NFL, you picked – this is the one I couldn't remember if you picked – Okay. I think Bills I, I think over Rams. No, Bills over 49ers. 49 – I thought the 49ers were your second choice. Okay. It was my no, second no, no. choice, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Bills so over 49ers. Bills- over 49ers. All right. And I picked Bills over Tampa. So real quick, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but everybody knows if you've listened to the last couple of podcasts, or at least the last podcast, I'm a Bills fan. And yeah. I'm feeling pretty special today. <laughs> because we blew out the defending Super Bowl champions. It wasn't close, folks. It was a three-touchdown win. Yeah, but... The, and and I will even say that happened. That three touchdown win came in the second half. Yeah, tied at halftime. And at here's halftime. the thing: we blew them out and turned the ball over four times. Yikes! How do you blow a that, team out when you turn it over four times? Well, they turned it over five. That, I think. What, you, what does that say about the Rams, though? You know. Yeah. Does I, it say something about the Rams, or does it say something about the Bills? I don't know. Probably both. Well, look, good teams take advantage of opportunities. I'll yeah. just say that. And yeah. both teams had opportunities. And what's, yeah. the, what's the final score? Final score. Yep. Right. Anyway, so okay. there's that. So I'm flying pretty high. So our bills in the Super Bowl prediction, uh, Super Bowl prediction, you know, we're only not even one week in because this is like just the Thursday night game. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, we got more games coming in this weekend. Um but one and oh is looking pretty good. So I, I know like we're it. not gonna win every game, and I know we have weaknesses, but hey, I'm happy for the next week. My Super Bowl is if the skins win the division. That's my Super Bowl. Oh my god, man. Well, again, as a Bills fan, prior to three years ago when we right. turned this thing around, my Super yeah. Bowl was to just get a winning record, get a five hundred record possibly right. sneak into the playoffs someday, possibly yeah. upset like a, a heavy a heavy hitter, like a, you know one of the good teams, like maybe beat Tom Brady in New England uh, you know, in a regular season game, just a fluke. Right. So <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. It's a struggle, man. Yeah. And Which who does bring- struggle more than Bills and Redskins fans? <sighs> and Bills worse. At least you guys have a couple titles, man. We got nothing. Well, we have an AFL title, but that was before <laughs> I was born and no one cared about football. So, um, so we right, want to well, talk about gonna, this. Yeah, yeah let's, let's talk about. So, you know, we, we want to talk about stuff with men. Yeah. And we're seeing this trend of mm. men not being men. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Feminine men. <laughs> what a Which is an oxymoron. Right. It should, if you're it friggin' should be. If you're not a man, it, then you're a woman. Should, there should be no, there should be no <laughs> there should be no term called effeminate man. But here's the hard okay. thing. 
and we're going to talk about this probably next week, but okay, or yeah. maybe next week, but there's so many of these coming that are going to be talking about this. But like if the big thing today in culture is we can't even define what a friggin' woman is. If we can't define what a woman is, how can we define what a man is? And if we can't define what these genders are, how can we have a functional society? Okay. So an effeminate man, what the heck is that? Well, to me, that's somebody that got their cock and balls cut off. <laughs> Castrated. Castrated. And whether that's just figuratively or realistically, I, I, I don't know. To me, it's like figuratively and, and in reality are the same because your behavior is the same whether you're whether they're there or whether they're not. Right. Right. Yeah. If you're acting that way, you might as well not even have. Right. Them. So one of the <laughs> modern terms for that is beta male. Right. Because yeah, guys that are trying to be masculine, yeah. good men are considered alpha males. And, yeah. you know, again, we talked about this from like day one of this podcast. Sometimes that comes across as the media culture, the forces out there try to make it seem like alpha males are, you know, too aggressive and, you know, just are like. They basically suppress women and they, you know, they're, they just rape people and they're just out of control, you know, so they're Vikings on a fucking <laughs> rampage that that's not how it is. Right. So no. alpha male, uh, you know, on the surface means alpha male, you must be an asshole, but that's mm -hmm. not true. An alpha male no. is respectful, yeah. is controlled yep. in their response, is yep. calm. Yep. All of committed, those things that we committed, committed, hardworking, motivated. Yes. You might be yes. quiet. You might be a quiet guy, but yeah. you do what's it's, right. You stand up for what's right. You go to work every day. You provide for your family. You love crazy. your wife. You give her nice things. You tell her how beautiful she is. You take care of the children. You do nice things for them. You raise them to understand boundaries and good things and values and morals. And you assert your knowledge on yes. the situation, right? right? So we'll talk about that. We'll get into the specifics. But the point is, is that you're not a weakling. You yeah. are not cowering or coward. Yeah. So, so let me um, go ahead. Let me give you the definition of a beta male. Definition. Yep. Go okay. Ahead. So this is coming from Oxford languages. So I, I assume that's. I didn't even look into what that was, but I'm assuming it's like Somewhere a Webster's England. or some sort of a dictionary. Yeah, England people, whatever. But um, there's there's two different. All right, so the first one is a subordinate male animal in particular mm. in a particular group. So this, yeah. this doesn't even break it down to like Homo sapiens. This is saying a subordinate animal, right? Okay. Um, and then B. A man tending to assume a passive or subservient role in social or professional situations. Yeah. They're kind of passive. Yeah. You don't have any opinion. Okay. No, no, it's okay. Uh, yeah. You know what? what do you, you know think? Maybe, maybe you have a thought. Oh, and yeah. you know what? I believe in my soul that even a beta male has that thought in the back of their mind that this isn't right, but there's something either taught or learned in within them that says, okay, 
I'll go along with it. Yeah, it's okay. That's fine. Whatever you think. I don't have an opinion. I'm not a leader. I'm a follower. What I'll makes you whatever. happy? I'll do whatever you want. I'll go home. Yeah, at the end of the day. That's so anyway. What, what are you doing? <laughs> Dude, so what do you think, man? Like, so I guess the question is, what is a beta male? You know, what do, what is a beta? I mean, obviously, we've kind of touched on it a little bit already, just kind of poking fun and, and, and so forth. But what do you think a beta male is? A beta male is somebody who has no opinion, cannot be assertive in any way, shape, or form, mm. and bows to the whim of anybody, male yeah. or female, regardless yeah. if, of if it's a right or wrong decision. Yes. And to me, that is the worst kind of person. Yeah. Because, the, okay. Think they got it. no guts. Okay. So think of a beta male in the worst scenario possible. Okay. Somebody is beating somebody else up. A woman. Somebody's beating a woman up. Okay. And the beta male is there. What are they going to do? They are going to cower. They're not going to take any action whatsoever. And they are going to let that victim uh suffer yeah okay but then and at then, the same time hold on hold your thought oh, there man but then okay. at the same time so they're gonna let that happen but then at yeah. the same time they're at the front line of a feminist rally <sighs> rallying for women's rights hmm. like and listen i'm all for women's rights but some of these women rallies are insane I mean, look, women. It's not about being equal with men. It's about suppressing men and being above them. That's what these rallies really push. And some of these effeminate beta males are right there with them, basically saying, um, you know, us men have like, you know, suppressed women all these years. We've suppressed right. them. We need, we need to be beat down so that they can be equal. Yeah. They, you know what? They have a lot of good ideas. Maybe okay. They they probably do. Maybe. But but is make is lifting them up is the way to lift them up and and make suppress them equal to suppress us. That makes no, no sense. No, no. We uh, certainly we could potentially listen to them more in certain situations. I'm all for it. And I think that is a definition of a man, a real man to bring yeah. your woman into a conversation about, uh, I'm talking about in the home now, yeah, a conversation about what is best for our house. Sure. And what do you think, honey? That, that is what we're talking about. That yeah. is a man, right? Well, and go, if you're not you bringing her in, if you're not bringing her in, yeah. And at least hearing her side of it, then you're not right. a man. Then you're a straight up dick. Yeah, and you're, you're not even an alpha. You're not even an alpha male. No, that is a, not just an a, alpha you're a male. Dick, just like you said. Yeah, that's not an alpha male, and that yeah. is a misguided definition in the media. I believe when you think alpha yes. male, you think they're making decisions and they're holding the woman down. But that's not true. That should. That's all. not how it should be. You're right. Absolutely. 100%. So when you hear the term alpha male, what I think is a, is a man, not a dick. Yeah. And like, 
you know, I want to hear my wife's opinion. I value yes. her opinion. You know what? I, I value her opinion more than most other people's opinion, honestly. Hey. You know, and it, it's, not a, it's not a male opinion. My wife is female, okay? Yeah. And her it's opinion is going to – It's a different perspective. It's coming from a completely different area, uh, different yeah. – it's a different, yeah. it's not a different species, but a different gender. You know, you know, we can talk about these words, but like men and women think very differently. And so yeah. to have that opinion is so valuable because we, th we think through men's, men's lenses. I want women's lenses on things. And my wife has that. Dude, how many times have you asked her, okay, your wife, something, an opinion about something and go, Man, I didn't even think of that. And yep. you know why you didn't think of that? It's because you're a man and she's a I'm woman. I'm a man and I wouldn't think of it. And that's and why a woman I can never her. be a man. A woman can never be a man and a man can never be a woman. No. I don't care I don't care what suit you're wearing or what dress you're wearing or what, or what surgery you have. What surgery or what you have. hormones you're injecting into it you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Caitlin, you're Listen, if we do a karyotype of your DNA, you're either yeah. XX or XY. That it's ends the argument. Me. That ends the argument. There are rare exceptions yeah. of like, what are they? Like Kleinfelter syndrome and some of those right. kinds of things. Right. Those are rare syndromes. And you have you what? ever They're met usually... someone with any of those? I have not. And I've worked in healthcare a long time. Me neither. And you know what? They can't even talk okay because they're messed up yeah. genetically yeah so you're either xx or xy if we do a karyotype we we slough off some skin cells from your arm and look at yeah. them under a microscope and do a karyotype you're either xx or xy you can you can chop your genitals off you can pump yourself full of estrogen or testosterone testosterone it's not going to change those cells folks dude Okay, I learned this in Genetics 101, okay? Yeah. I'm a man with a beard, okay? If I shave my beard <laughs> and then have a kid, is my kid going to not have a beard? Are you stupid? <laughs> of course. Oh. Are you not a man anymore? I mean, I, come on, man. Like, yeah. it's genetics, man. Let's right. get it together, America right. and the world. Come on. It's crazy. We're stuff, talking man. about so, science here. Yeah. So we've got these men that are effeminate, right? Like they're, they're, yeah. they're and again, we value feminine yeah. attributes in yes. women, in I women. Love, I love them. It, in men, they're absolutely disgusting. I love the curves of a woman. I love the, yeah. the softness, the caring. We even love, love the way they think, even though it drives us crazy sometimes. I love the compassion, the compassion of a woman. Yep. Is the dedication, the commitment. The, the compassion, it, it's humbling to me sometimes. The it nurturing. Makes, I know. They, they are good at everything we are not good at. And, and I, yes, I would say vice have, versa. I think us yes, too. we have some of it. Yeah, we of have course. some of it within us, of course. And I agree. Yeah. Vice versa just, is true too. Yeah, just like the things we're good at, they're not as good at, but they still have some of it. 
right? Yeah. And the things that we're not good at, they're great at, but we still have some of it. But listen, folks, if you lost your mom, if your mom abandoned you, it doesn't mean you can lop your dick off and be a woman. Okay. You got problems. All right. Whoop. Let's, let's, <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> but the, that's the, that's the extreme example, but we're talking about beta males. Okay. The, we're talking about society suppressing the male side of yeah. things, right? But, you know, and, I don't know how much of, how much of society and media, how much of their influence has created this beta male? I mean, seriously, yeah. Alan, how many, yeah. do you think this was a problem in the 1940s? Absolutely not. When the industrial revolution had just happened, you know, within the last couple of decades, and it was just kind of like things were ramping up, things were changing. And no, because that was the greatest generation that yeah, ever they were steel they workers. Were men. They were, they were men. men, men storming the beaches of Normandy and yeah. women taking care of business at home because they knew that home was America, not yeah. your physical home. Okay. And men were risking their lives on the beaches of Normandy, but trusting that women were taking care of everything back home and they trusted right. them. <sighs> I mean, that is the basis of everything that is America, man. Yeah. And when you're talking about beta males, let's talk about everyday scenarios for just a moment. All right. Burn. <laughs> let's burn something that burns you. All right. Oh. I'll let you go first. <laughs> Give me something that you see in your everyday life. Well, we That's were talking a, about this the other day. I'll bring up I this know. one because Go we ahead. both are like basically it. said the same thing at the same time. Like it was funny. We were we we were hanging out, so we were like, "Well, let's talk about beta males this week." And we were just kind of talking about it, and you know, so we were like, well, "Let's talk about some examples of it." And you know, we both came up. We were like the 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 words were being uttered out of our mouths at the same time same time uh, you know with this it's particular unreal. example it's not a huge example in, in in the sense that you know it's when i say it's not a huge example it's not like this groundbreaking terrible thing but it's like one of the examples that we have both seen and we're and we just shake our heads when we see it out in society and that <laughs> is when you are driving right and you happen to pull up next to a vehicle yep and you've got this subservient little boy in the yep. passenger seat taking a ride and his woman's driving him around. Why is he not navigating and driving the vehicle? Yes. Right. Driving his princess from point A to point B. Right. He's essentially become the princess. And that's yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. That's right. And it, oh, man, that burns me up <laughs> so bad. I'm like, look at this guy. He oh, ain't no man. He's a Every pussy. time I see it, he's a pussy, dude. He's a, he's a pussy. But here's <laughs> the other thing that we talked, here's the other thing that we talked about. <laughs> we talked about. Yeah, let's hear it. This, uh, this day and age, one of the things that is coming up is this yo yo? Hey man, my bitch be driving me. 
I, I ain't got to drive because my bi- I control my bitch and she drives yeah. me everywhere. You know, like yeah. that. Yeah. That you want to know why that is? Because he ain't ahead. got a job. He or ain't a got a car, a license, a job. So she's driving around because she's the breadwinner. Yeah. She's the one that's making the money. Yeah. And it's just beta male. Both scenarios, beta male. Yeah. And there's thousands of examples of this. I'll give you one more example if you want to hear it. Tell me. I want to hear it. (laughs) Me and my girl, we we went hiking this summer. Okay. (laughs) We went went hiking. I told you this earlier. Okay. We went hiking. All right. Come on. Okay. Now I'm an outdoor enthusiast. I was an Eagle Scout. I love the outdoors. Yeah, I love camping. Because you're because you're, you're an alpha male. <laughs> I love controlling what I can control. Okay. You love and, being a uh, leader I, and protecting. But I understand what I don't know also, and that is also alpha male. Yeah. Okay. Knowing your limitations. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I'm out there with my girl. We're hiking. We're doing, you know, nothing major, just a day hike, you know, seven miles or whatever. And here comes uh, Buddy and his girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> Buddy the elf. <laughs> Buddy. Buddy comes traipsing <laughs> up. And the girl asked me. Okay. That's interesting because the girl asked me, not Elizabeth. So she okay. knows right. that Buddy. Yep. Yes. Is a beta. She knows Buddy, it. Or else Buddy's she would have asked. She yeah. would have asked your girl. She would have asked your girl. Right. Why don't she ask her? Exactly. No, but she came to me initially and she said, mm-hmm. Hey, is the uh is this the trail that goes to the waterfall or whatever? I'm like, Yeah, you gotta go down here and you know, whatever. You just gotta go over here. She's like, Okay, okay. And Buddy's sitting there like and just like, okay, oh, uh, this is where we're going. I'll follow you. Come on, And you man. said she was like looking at the map and like, oh, yeah. okay, that's where you go. At, she yeah. was doing the navigational, like, navigating a map. Dude, it. it was, dude, I'm all about a, a, a woman, like, understanding a map. And Sure, and she should have under- those skills. Yeah, I think it's important for everybody Absolutely. to learn how to, like, be Absolutely. out Absolutely. And do that kind of stuff. I'm not saying anything bad about her. I'm saying something bad about him because he is a beta male. He is relieving himself of all responsibility for taking control of himself. He's not leading in the relationship. Dude, if a tree falls on that bitch, he's lost. She's dead. He's sucking his thumb out he'll, in the wilderness. He'll be asking her as she's taking her last breaths, right. what do I do to help get Which this way off you? Which, Which way? <laughs> Who do I call? Do what I do I do? Right. Right. Come on. All I'm saying is that alpha males know what we're doing, right? We know what they we're doing. Control. We take yep. we're, we're in control. We lead and we protect. Yes. How can right. you protect your woman? How can you protect her? If you don't even know where you're going, <laughs> how can you protect her if you don't know where you're going? Don't go out then. No. Learn it. Stay Understand at home it. on your video game 
and just right. play your video game all day long. And, um, I'm going to get an espresso. Do you want a, a triple shot of a... Uh, Whatever. Come on, dude. Yeah. Come on. You're in the I'll wilderness. You- <laughs> I'm gonna get- go ahead. Here's another thing. When you go to Starbucks, dude, we're assholes. <laughs> when you go to Starbucks, yeah, you and I have a habit of we don't order grandes or ventis no. or what. I don't even no. know what the other one is. Yeah. <laughs> when James and Alan roll into a Starbucks, we yeah. order a large or a small or a medium. Yes. Yep, absolutely. Do you can you just see a beta male ordering something from Starbucks right now? Um, can I do that? <laughs> and then and then the counter lady goes, "No, we only have small." Uh, that's okay. I'll take. I'll just take that then at the large price. No, dude. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, beta we males are like one. We got a, we got a problem. <laughs> How beta, are males, they beta males are like a few cells away from being homosexuals, dude. That's just what yeah. it is, man. Yeah, they're effeminate males, which is an oxymoron. Yeah. Yeah. But how are they made? Let me ask you that real quick because I know we're running out of time. But yeah, I think, I think how, they're made. Society? That's a big part of it. It's a big part of it, man. But I think it goes back to stuff we've talked about before, man, which is like they probably didn't have a alpha male father. Yeah. So if we're not doing that for our kids, how are they going to turn out? Or they had. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. No, I I was just going to say, or, you know, I can see a scenario where they have such an overbearing father that's not an yeah. alpha male, again, like we've talked about. Think, thinks he is. Yes. Right. Thinks he is, yep. but it's like, you're going to do, yeah. do what I say. An authoritative, you know, abusive father. That is not right. an alpha male. Hitler is not alpha male. No, he's right? not. You know, we can be alpha males, all the things we're talking about, man, and we can shed tears with our children. That's okay. Yes. We're human. We need to show them that. Absolutely. That's important. And that's part of being an alpha male. Definitely. Right. So anyway, so I think part of it is made by society norms and part of it is, you know, I can see upbringing with super, uh, you know, uh, authoritative fathers or parents or, you know, whoever in your life. And, uh, or, you know, uh, what else, I mean, what else can form a beta male? This is kind of part of it too, is this is going to piss a lot of people off, but I I don't really go ahead. Um, Dude, this is our podcast. Exactly. You know, the feminist movement and I get it. I think there were parts of that movement that might've had some valid points. It was just done poorly. Okay. But overall the feminist movement was not a good thing. Okay. And I think the feminist movement kind of affected culture, media, society to where it became a situation where they 
attacked men and their masculinity. Mm. And I think that formed some beta males. Let me give you an example. Okay. Remember the show Married with Children? Yeah. With L. Bundy. Yeah. Okay, that was his like debut big big, you know, Hollywood show. And he went right. on to do other things. Good actor. But yeah. in that show, L. Bundy was a dumb, dumb father. He was dumb. Yep. He was a shoe salesman. And they made right. a point of like he was just a worthless shoe salesman who couldn't right. provide, protect, lead his family. Okay. Right. Now, they, did, they didn't make the, the wife that much better. But my point is they made him basically a beta male. You know, yeah. and and so when when that was being pushed by the feminist movement in Hollywood and on TV shows and things that we consume, all of a sudden that has a huge influence on society as a whole. And, you know, men start to see that and, you know, it just kind of creates these effeminate male cultures. What's interesting is that you've tapped into something that is part of the society fabric, which is the media, whether it shows SNL, you know, some Broadway play that's famous because it's, you know, a good show or good acting or funny in the moment. Yep. But that doesn't mean that everybody has to be that kind of it's it's a these these kind of shows are showing a moment in time or a particular um aspect of uh social life in America, like all in the family. You know, here's Archie Bunker being a racist MFer, you know, and you know. He's got some points, but so does the liberal guy has some points too. So uh, that's America. But when you sensationalize Archie Bunker or uh, Al Bundy or whoever, then all of a sudden that becomes the forefront of what's going on in the country. And everybody wants to emulate that person. And all of a sudden that's normal again. Right. But in reality, the show was made as a commentary on that particular subset of society. And then all of a sudden becomes popular. And that's an issue, right? Great. great Yeah. And and we saw it with COVID, man. The Mm. masses will do mostly what they're told or what they're influenced by. Right. 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 So if yeah. if the masses are influenced into believing that that's the male of today, the male of today is this effeminate male, this mm-hmm. non you know non leading, non protecting, effeminate male, then the masses join in with that crap, man. They just do. You know what's hilarious, and this is a, a little bit of a stretch, but. Think about comedy, comedy from Albert and Costello. Okay. Who's on first. That is an unbelievable, you know, scenario 
funny, witty, smart, fast. Okay. And then it goes to honeymooners who, uh, the, uh, the wife is the smart one. Right. right. And it's like a joke that the guy is dumb. Dude, we could spend a series Dude, of five minutes of podcasts we, we talking should. about. We should. We should we put this on the. This is going to be a series about. Yeah. Let's look at Hollywood. I, I say right. Hollywood as like a generic term of basically media. Commercial you know, shows, commercial, movies. Yeah, movie yeah. shows. Media. Uh, whatever. Media. Yeah. Uh, you know, we could do a long series on let's give examples of how they have pushed men to be less alpha and more beta. That's that's legit, man. Yeah, it is. And it's a long history. We're, we're, we need, we're we need to about, look at that. Yeah, we do, because I think there's a lot to that and so how uh, how I think that's the main cause of this. I really at, do. Media's pushed uh, society into a it's a main world. cause, Alan. Think about it for a second. Yeah, it is. Men haven't lost testosterone. Nope. Men haven't lost the XY chromosomes. Nope. Nothing has changed except for the influence in society. That's it, man. Now, it, I think it's the family breakdown. I think that's part of it. And then I yeah. think, but I think a bigger part of it is really the media or whatever we call it. Well, dude, I don't know. I w- <laughs> we'll have to We're come back to this, man. Like I said, we'll do a scene again. Yeah. Running out Let's talk about again. music real quick. All right. Uh, We've been pushing this off real quick. We'll, we'll do right, more of this next week. We'll kind of okay. do like an A and a B. This is A. Okay. A is going right. to be. The best concert you've ever been to. And you can give right. a couple because we've both been to lots like. Like ha- hands, toes, hands and toes more, you know, like lots of these, man. You know, we've been to okay, lots of concerts. So, so. We're, we're talking about. OK, let, so we've talked about this before. Best concerts you ever been to in, you know, encompasses who you were, who you went to the concert with. You know, what time yeah. of year? Yeah. Uh, what 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 time of the uh, career you saw the band in? Yep. Uh, you know, there's, you know, so, so many, factors. many factors. It might not be the most famous band. It might not even be the band that sounded the same. It sounded it the best. Be, it could be. Uh, I didn't have any expectations, but they killed it. Blew my expectations away. Exactly. Yep. Okay. There's obviously. so many factors. So many factors. It doesn't even have to be your favorite band. In fact, the two that came to my head, and I'm going to let you go first, but the two that came to my head, they're not my favorite bands. They're maybe in my top 20. I think one is definitely in my top 20. The other one, maybe, maybe not. So, okay. But we're talking about best concerts of all time that we've been to. So go ahead. Yep. All right. So, all right. So we talked about the concerts are like not necessarily the best bands or the best, the best scenarios. So I'm going to give you my top one or two. All right. We can go into detail later, 
Number one, and not in any particular order, but the first yep. one I'm going to talk about is Trine. That's a cool pick. Trine. Talked okay. about this. You've told me about this, and I since I've never seen them. I want to see them since you've hyped them, man. I want to hear it. Okay, so back in the day in the 90s when they first came out, you know, Me Virginia and all that, and then the next album, and then so I went to see them in a mall in Albany when I was living That's on Long Island. Awesome. And it was some kind of like bar uh venue and I, it was like general admission and I didn't know it at the time, but five for fighting open for them. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even know. So anyway, so whatever, got to the stage and, and here they are like right there singing everything that I love. The whole concert was to me hits wall to wall That's and amazing. they were right there. It was amazing. Okay, obviously, another one that I have on my list is Paul McCartney. I was 10th row at Madison Square Garden, and That's I cool. paid a lot of money for it, but I thought, this guy's an icon. I love yeah. the Beatles, all that stuff. But was it a um, good concert? It was an amazing concert. Obviously, okay. Paul McCartney was a little bit older. I think that was 2004 when I okay. went to see him. Or oh, five, still like eighteen years ago. So yeah, I mean, yeah. but you know, you could you can hear that he had declined and all that stuff. So that was one another one. Obviously, I'm going to say the Genesis concert, the ultimate Genesis concert that I ever went to was my very first concert was 1987 at RFK Stadium. So that was awesome. We That's did. Cool. I didn't have good seats, but it was emotional. It was great, and then. Man, I don't know if I have another one right now. Yeah. But go ahead. Mine aren't as yours. cool as yours, man. Oh, mine dude. It's mine not aren't as cool as yours. Well, I'm going to cool. give you two. I'm just going to give you two. All right. All right. Um, and we're going to come back to this maybe next week and kind of give some more mm -hmm. points about it and thoughts about awesome concerts we've been to. But yeah. the two yeah. that come to my mind first are one, ACDC. And actually, we were at this concert together yeah. in Albany. We were like 2009, 8th to 12th row, 2009 ish. Yeah. And, yeah. But, but, but we were 8th to 12th row. I don't remember what it was, but they had that like part that came out through the middle. And we were yeah. like, so when like Angus would come out, like, you know, doing his crazy guitar hopping, you know, uh, we were like, three people away from him because he was basically yeah. that, that, that extension of the stage came out into the, into the crowd. Right. Um, wh why is that one of my top concerts I've ever been being to? Well, number one, obviously ACDC. How do you not love yeah. an iconic Ryan band Jonathan. like them? He's yeah. 60 years. An iconic band there. like them. The number of hits they've had, the music is always like, get you fired up and partying and just, just awesome cool music right and they're just great performers but also because um they well this this was like after their prime too I, was it was the album called runaway train or some sort of train and like even just the intro to them coming out was this like was this um 
video, which was this train and it was, um, it was basically like cartoon train, like riding around. And that, and I think it was Angus and a cartoon character, like on the train and like these chicks, like with no, almost no clothes on. And he was messing, like following them around. And then, you know, so that went on for a couple of minutes and then all of a sudden, like, so it's dark and you're just seeing this movie on the screen above the stage. And then all of a sudden an actual physical, I mean, it's not a real train, but like an actual physical train, the movie stops and it, this train blasts through the stage and out come <laughs> the band and Brian Johnson comes out. I mean, he's old at this point, you know, it's 2009 and he's shaking his fist in the air going, yeah, screaming. And then they <laughs> start, I think it was called runaway train was the hit off that album. Yeah. And they rocked it all night yeah, I was, long. I was blown away by that. Too. Yeah, it was I one of my favorite that. concerts. It was just so That's, awesome because they played all those old hits too, but also just the performance, that intro, they still had it. Angus was crushing it on guitar. Brian Johnson sounded incredible. Amazing. Right. Yeah. And we're talking about icons now. Icons. Yeah, that's what it is. That was an icon concert. But they that's like they met Paul McCartney was an icon concert, yeah, but ECDs was an icon concert, but they rocked it awesome. They, they met my expectations. Actually, they they exceeded them even. Mm. Even for yeah. an icon concert. They exceeded them right. for me. Right. All right. Yeah. So real quick, because we got to get out of here, yep. man. But number two yep. for me was a concert that this is an interesting situation. So we booked this concert. Another one that you've been to me with, been with me at this concert. And we, I booked this concert because I wanted to see the second band that was playing. Okay. Which is Mm, a band that I really like. I know what you're going to say. Really, really like the second band. But the first band, the headliner blew me away. And that's why they're in my top five all-time concerts. Okay. Let me see if you can guess who it is. Okay. So so the first thing. Who's that? Yeah. Tell me who my band is and then tell me who the headliner is. Okay. The the first thing that I thought of was Stained and Corn. You got it. Yeah. So I I booked this this concert because I wanted to see Stained. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I liked Corn. Yeah, the opener. Stained was the opener, and I liked Corn. I mean, I'm like they have a bunch of hits from back in the day. The new metal wasn't like my favorite music. I was more of an alternative, and you know, I liked Stained just because I don't know. I just liked them. Aaron Lewis is kind of a a bad dude, you know, and so I yeah. wanted to see them and, and hear some of their hits and just see how they performed. So I booked it for that, and I remember convincing you guys to go to the concert. And you guys were like, yeah, let's go see Stain. And Corn's all right. They got some hits. So but we I was went thinking, into this place. Okay, real quick. Oh, I, yeah. I was thinking about Corn going, all right, Stain, absolutely. I, you know, I love their song. But Corn, I was like, ah, man, I don't know, man. They're a little yeah, bit like, it's different. Too, like, almost like I might get possessed or something. It's I, different. I, I didn't know what Stuff. to I did not know what to expect. I, I, and they Same. blew me away too, man. Same. So I had low expectations for corn. In fact, yep. 
once stain finished, I was kind of like, we were actually like over at like the merch tent or getting a drink or something yep. when corn started. And then we were like kind of coming back to our seats and corn came out and yeah. they're set. Even just the, like the physical set was right. incredible. Right. You know, that throne. The throne, the drum set, dude. Oh. Have you ever seen anything like that? I mean, he's got that symbol up in the up in the heavens that he hits once in a while. <laughs> and Corn's drummer is unbelievable. And oh, as a drummer, I was like going, "Wow, this guy is killing he's it." The beast. He's got double basses, right? And he, I mean, a lot uh, of people do, but he's yeah. crushing that, hitting this yeah. symbol up in the heavens, timing stuff, and oh, killing everything. God. It was unreal. So, the their musicianship was incredible. Their sound was incredible. Their agree. set was incredible. Right. They blew me out of the water to the point where when we got done with that done with that show, we all collectively said, "You, me, and our ladies said, we we could be corn groupies, man. We'd like to yeah. see them more than once. I would love to see them again. I'd like Absolutely. to see them multiple times because they yes. put on an incredible show." And not only was it a good show because they are good musicians, but there is something to be said about how the music sounds. Yeah. At the venue. We've all been to venues where the sound is like screeching and your ears hurt right. and whatever, yeah. but yeah. they mixed that whole thing perfectly. It was incredible. It was like, and that was at what? That was at that was in like Scranton, Scranton uh, Wilkesbury the area, one yeah. on the mountaintop, whatever. Yeah, it is. it's a cool venue. Like it's outdoors, but it has yeah, like a cool. tent canopy. It's a permanent structure, but yeah, yeah. it sounded Pavilion, incredible. Kind of Pavilion, place, yeah, right. it sounded amazing. So again, nothing really crazy, but ACDC, the iconic one, and then Corn because they blew my blew my <laughs> expectations out of the water, man. Got another one on you, or that's all I'm going to with today. Okay. Yeah, well, let's, let's right, hit so some more next time. So next week we'll start off with I got that, a couple maybe. in my mind, but let's see. Right, yeah. We got a lot to talk about about that with the concerts yeah. and like all right. uh, everything around it. Because we, uh, James and I have been to a lot of concerts together yeah. and we've had a together, time, separate. A oh, man. Yeah. And uh, so we can talk about a lot of that. But right now. You know, we're going to we're going to cut it short right now. But if you guys have a concert that you've been yeah, to, come on, I want to hear it. You guys have seen beta males in different situations that you just it just give us examples. Yes. I want to hear about it. Yeah, send it, to, yeah send it to our email. That is this is what we have been talking at Gmail at Gmail. Yep, this is what we've been Let's talking. I want to hear it all. Yeah, me too. And man. maybe we'll hear we'll read some of your emails. Oh, I'll just, just be chuckling and just happy and like, hey man, if we get a good email, like we'll get you on the show. Absolutely. Let's talk about it. Yeah, right? dial you in, man. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, all right, man. Well, listen. Until next time. Yep. Till yep. next time, man. We'll do it again uh, next week, hopefully. I, and uh, that's the stuff it. to look forward to. Yeah, and uh, NFL's ready to go. And yeah. kicked off and uh, baseball go go Strohs. Baseball is coming close, man. Yeah. All right, man. Awesome oh, hanging man. out with you in person and again on the podcast, man. And uh, yeah, see you next absolutely. Week. Guys, be a man. Bottom yeah. line, be a man. Don't Love be you a guys. pussy. Don't be a. <laughs> Don't 
Don't be a pussy. All right. Later. Later.